Welcome in to the last day of November 2020, which means there is one more month to go in this historic, memorable year on our timeline. Hi, Thomas Miller. Thanks for joining us on the Fun Astrology Podcast. We're obviously going to be taking a look at the eclipse today. That's the big story. It's already happened. Well, I release these at 4 a.m. Eastern Time, so if you're getting this right after it's released, you're right on top of it. It's happening now. Peaks at about 4.45, I think, this morning is the exact peak. Now, this is a penumbral, so it is a minor lunar aspect. So that means that the moon just skirts in the outer shadows of the Earth is basically what that is. So from an astronomical perspective, not a big deal. What about from an astrological perspective? Well, hmm... Okay, so if you've been listening to this for a while, you know that I kind of uh, take the eclipses with a grain of salt, and that was really after my own personal experience with the big major solar eclipse of 2017. I was in an area of the full eclipse, and it is amazing. (laughs) I gotta say, if you've never seen one and one comes anywhere near you uh, in the future, please go see it because it is quite amazing. It's a good thing to have checked off your bucket list, but... As far as the astrology that was associated with it, nah, not, I mean, and I'm pretty in tune with this kind of thing, and I just didn't see it. And all that means is I didn't see it, or maybe it's still unfolding. I still definitely think that we use the lunar energies of these things, which obviously right now is a big, bright, beautiful full moon, and that's a great time of releasing. Eclipses are known for completions. So let's take a look at some of the astrology that's going on with this one. First of all, it is happening in Gemini. The moon is in Gemini. The sun is in Sagittarius. There's your axis. The eclipse is at 8 degrees. Now, you can work with that in your own chart by finding, first of all, if you have any planets around 8 degrees or, say, 5 or 6 or 7 degrees on either side, Those could be little activation points where you might notice something happening in your own chart. You could also observe where your moon is and see where the moon and the sun are relative to it in your chart. And don't forget about cancer because it's ruled by the moon. Now, if you want to slide that out one step further, then you could find the mutable signs in your chart. Okay, so that would be Gemini, obviously, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. There could be activations around those. And then one other extrapolation, you could look at the air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Now, again, from a, you know, from a keg of dynamite standpoint, this is a firecracker. I mean, small <laughs> in comparison. However, I'm going to leave you with Jamie Partridge's astrologyking.com blog post about this eclipse because he goes into some detail with some fixed stars conjoining this or aspecting it. TMI for this little rendition, but I'll let you read what he has to say because I think as I'm scratching my chinny chin chin and going, hmm, and maybe this one is worth some note. So let's see what else is going on. First of all, the big thing that strikes me is Neptune's position in Pisces is square to that Gemini-Sagittarius aspect. Neptune, of course, turned direct Saturday evening. 
Now, there are many extrusions that we could make with that, and I'll just leave it to say all of the Neptunian characteristics. So obviously, our connection with our own spirituality, our individual and collective, but primarily our individual desire to reconnect with source or those things holding us back from that connection, bringing things hidden to light. There again is the mystique, the shadow, the illusion of Neptune, the secrecy, the lies and deceptions. So where we are deceiving ourselves might come to light. Corporately, could there be secrets revealed? There's a lot we can go into with Neptune right now. Neptune is just very prominent in several aspects of this chart. But let's talk about Mars because Mars is in Aries and Mars is actually in a sextile to the moon and a trine to the sun. Now, that's very broad, but I'm loving my new line. Try it on. It's not the universe who puts these lines in the astrological chart. It's we humans. And I have really been playing with that. And I respect, I absolutely respect the traditions of astrology. And they are very precise if you go back to William Lilly about where aspects should be. But I'm kind of thinking, you know, it's it's us who drew the lines. Let the universe be big and infinite and transcend those lines from time to time. So even the ancient astrologers acknowledged that you can create aspects just by the connection of the signs. So Aries and Gemini are a sextile aspect. Aries and Sagittarius are a trine. Now that's showing up very prominently, and this is what I wanted to kind of drill down on. And as I was scanning some headlines yesterday on Sunday, I saw there was a huge protest. Where was it? In in India, right? Like 200 million people, something like that. Just this huge mass of people. Paris had a big one over the weekend and several other places. So there's the angst. And yes, this one has some angst associated with it. Now, you know, normally we do these keywords and there's this software program that I, you know, I'm a sucker for an astrology software program. And you get them because they have a feature that the other ones don't. And this one that I bought is one that I've said I would not recommend if it is your only experience with an astrological program. But it does have this really cool feature of generating keywords from the aspects and the midpoints in the chart. So I ran the keywords for each day of the week, and they all look about the same. And they are all tense. So you know how we handle things like that here. We talk about the shadow, we talk about it openly, but we also talk about the solution. So the way this looks, and this is all, I had to run it out because this goes all the way through not this Friday, but next Friday. So basically for the next two weeks, we're in this kind of energy. Here are some of the keywords. In order, crisis, disease, (laughs) no surprises there, death, excitement, stubbornness, nervous disorders, suffering, energy, accident, and then it goes on down. And really, it continues. Weakness, injury, surgery, inhibition, change, emotionality, mourning. And that, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, by the way. And that goes all the way down. And that's pretty much what it looks like. So here are a couple of things. Number one, We're going to watch this together. I'm exposing this out publicly without testing it, and that's a little bit dangerous, but I did do it in my own chart, and what I I found was very interesting and, and relevant. 
So let's just see what happens this week in light of this. If we go out and million-dollar bills start falling out of the sky, then I will throw this program off of my computer. (laughs) It'll be gone. (laughs) But, you know, from the you-can't-make-this-up department and knowing that astrology is very powerful, we'll just see. Let's see how this correlates. I have no idea. The other thing is when you end up in a rough patch like this, and it could be. I mean, Jamie Partridge's article kind of says the same thing, that I think amping up our spiritual practice is absolutely key during times like this. So if you don't have one and you know you need some place to start, I've got a great yoga routine. It's on soulfoodtalks.com. You go to the freebies box. It's in there. It's the kundalini morning uh, exercise. And there's also a chai tea recipe, an all-natural chai tea recipe in there. Majana has a couple of uh, meditations that are free to download in there as well. Quiet things down every day long enough to tune in. That is a very important takeaway from this. And just make sure that you are doing something every day to stay spiritually grounded for the next at least two weeks. Should be doing that every day. But my goodness, life does get in the way and sometimes we fall back. So this is just a reminder from the sky to amp it up. Take up your spiritual practice a notch or two over the next 10 days. All right, back with more tomorrow. There's so much we didn't get to cover. So we have more time this week because it does get a little slow after today. All right, take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye.